welcome to Bring It to the Runway. I'm Jimmy Anti, and I'm joined, as always, by Yee Yee. Hi, Yee Yee. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, literally, it's like getting to the end of the semester in school, and I'm a college student, and everything seems like it's happening at the same time, so I feel like a chicken with my head cut off. How has your week been? Um, sorry, I'm out of breath because I was, I was like literally dancing to Sherry Cole's song <laughs> before we got on the air. Love that. Um, yeah, just a little, you know, just a little number by myself. Um, my week, um, my week has been kind of busy. I'm always kind of busy because I'm working on like the YouTube thing. So I'm editing the cha- the video and then, um, and then I have to record it. Um, so it's busy, but I didn't really do anything. Like, I didn't really do anything, right. but it just feels like it's I was like busy one of those, the whole time. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, you sit down at the end of the week and you're like, oh my God, thank God I'm finally sitting down. What do I have to show for feeling so busy and stressed out? And you're like, wait a minute, I really can't think of like one specific finished product or like, I can't think of one way to say like, this is what I have to show for how busy I've been. And that honestly sucks and it's the worst, but usually that's just because you like literally just have to take care of life. Like you literally just have to be like, okay, I need to make sure that I do all of these things in addition to all of these things that I'm doing. And it might not be like I wrote a fucking book or whatever, but (laughs) I'm living my life and I'm making shit work. Well, I did write a book. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> on Amazon I, I heard... now. <laughs> Available on Amazon, yeah. Um, I heard you on the room reel again. Are you going to be like a, like a, I guess, uh, like there every time? Or are you just going to pop in and out? You know, I will be there as often as they'll have me. And as long as my schedule allows it. I usually work on Monday nights, so, like, I've just been lucky where the last two Mondays that they've recorded, um, I've been available. Um, by the way, I need to text Joe back because he asked me about that earlier today. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love being on the rumor mill. It's so much fun. But, yeah, I'm not sure um, what the plan is for, like, the future the future. Yeah. But I'm having so much fun doing it. So on the Patreon, they posted, I don't know if you, I don't think you're on Patreon, right? Yeah, I'm a broke bitch. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, um, yeah, so uh, Joe and Evan and Taylor did a little, uh, they had a little conversation on there um, where they were talking about Drag Race UK and how Joe was not really feeling it. I mean, he was like, he liked it, but he wasn't like crazy about it, how everybody else is. And um, I think Evan mentioned that you were more on Evan's side, that where Evan is like super about this season, super excited, thinks it's one of the best seasons. So I don't know. So what 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 are your actual thoughts? Right. I'll won't let those men speak for me. I'll set the record straight. This is an exclusive, a bring it to the runway exclusive, everybody. These are my true opinions. Um, I like Drag Race UK. I think it's a good season of Drag Race. And I think it, I I think it's also, it's been refreshing because um, the girls 
are different than what we see in the U.S. and they're all very talented. <clears throat> and whoever's producing the show is very good at making sure that the challenges suit the queen's talents while also creating conflict. Mm-hmm. So I think from like a production standpoint, it's like a very great season. However, there are people that are saying that it's the best season ever, that it's like even one of like the top three seasons. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I can get behind all that, but it's a strong season and it's a very good like first first showing for the new franchise in UK. So I think I probably fall somewhere between Evan and Joe. Mm-hmm. Because I do think it's good and I am enjoying watching it. However, let's be honest, like All Stars 2... Um, yeah, like that is like one of the best seasons of Drag Race ever. Um, uh, like season four of just like regular Drag Race, that like is such an iconic, amazing season. Season five, four and five are both great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if we can get into all of this <laughs> nonsense about the best season ever. Yeah, but so you know, what- you know, it is good. What do you think? I'm with you. I like it. Um, I'm not crazy about it. I, You know what? I don't know why, but I don't have anybody on this season of UK that I'm crazy about. Like, I like all of them. Well, mostly all of them. But there's nobody that I'm, like, obsessed with. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird. Because on season 11, I loved Vanjie. And I wanted to see, like, what she was going to do. Um, and what she was going to say, mostly. But, um... And then on this season, I don't have anybody like that. I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same way. I don't know if you have somebody that you're completely obsessed with and that will be like supporting them for for years to come. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm definitely with you. I started watching Drag Race when season seven was airing. Mm -hmm. And I remember being obsessed with Violet, with Pearl, with Katya. Mm. Like, they were all so inspiring to me. They were all so interesting to me. Um, And I loved those girls. And then I remember on season eight, I thought Naomi was awesome. And Naomi was, like, that one girl where I was like, okay, there aren't as many girls that I'm, like, obsessed with as there were last season, but I still have Naomi and I love Naomi. Yeah. And then on season nine, I had Sasha. Just usually in the seasons, there's at least one girl that I really connect to and I really appreciate their art. Just like Mm -hmm. as an artist, I really like their perspective. And for UK, there is, I mean, I appreciate, for example, the Vivian. I appreciate her and Mm -hmm. she's very good at what she does. And I like watching her, but it's just not the same like inspirational spark that I got from like some of the other girls like I was like Pearl and Violet and Katya and and Sasha like and Naomi I I just I'm not getting that like spark and I just think it's it's probably because like the drag there is just different and I haven't really experienced that you know like my perspective isn't like shifted to understand all yeah the culture is different too yeah yeah, but you're right. There isn't like characters that I can that I have like really identified with as I have in some other seasons. So that's a that's one thing that is lacking a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I'm, I'm guessing the UK uh, audience probably feels different, way different, and they're probably like super connected to these girls. 
But I don't know. I think it's just it has to do probably with the culture. Just we we we're yeah. not like, connected to the culture. But you know what? I'm happy with it, and I'm happy that they're doing. You know, the second season got announced that it was renewed. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is great, and I'm excited that they're doing another one, and I will happily watch the other. It won't be like a regret. Bur- 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 oh my god, English. <laughs> um, I will happily watch it. I'm I'm going to be um, looking forward to the new episodes when they come out next year. Um, it won't be a thing that I have to force myself to do at all. And they're already casting, aren't they? They're like starting to cast already. Casting, the applications close in like six days. Are you serious? Six days? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if they have to do the whole thing that all the U.S. girls do. Because oh. it, it just said applications close November 15th. And I know in the U.S. that you have to apply which takes like hours. And then after you apply, they email you what you have to do for the actual audition itself. And you have to put together like a huge video thing. And then once you put together a long ass video, mm-hmm. then you have, you have to buy like a Vimeo subscription and upload it password protected on Vimeo and mm-hmm. share it with the casting directors with the password. So it's a whole process in US. So I wonder if they're just closing the application portion of it or if they have to have everything in or <clears throat> if they just have to finish that one step of the process by the 15th. I don't know. Um, but it is a very quick turnaround because they just announced season two and then they also just yeah. announced the casting and I feel like it's already almost over. I know. I mean, it's crazy, but do you know anybody that has um, gotten close to like the, the 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 like casting process? Like anybody that was like almost there or or um, yeah, they got far. Um, my lips are <laughs> sealed. Okay. I guess we'll find out when the next few seasons of Drag Race come out. Awesome. <laughs> well, I, guess I mean, because we'll I've see never, Mary. huh? I said, I guess we'll see Mary. Okay, because I I I personally don't know anybody that's gotten really even like I mean I know that people audition um, mostly every single queen is gonna audition but I I don't know anybody that's gotten like super close but I guess we will yeah see. I yeah I did I auditioned last year but I didn't get literally they watched my video and I didn't hear anything back from them. So I don't really know much about the process after that, except for the fact that I've heard drag race girls just talk about how it's like super strenuous. And like, there are like, I think they, you have to do a mental health evaluation or something and like Mm -hmm. go see a certain um, doctor or therapist and be evaluated. Um, So it's a whole process. How do you know they watched your video? Okay. So here, here it goes. So I sort of auditioned for season 11. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so I I don't know if they even got it because you know how they have, like, a medical uh, papers that you have to fill out, like your medical history and stuff. And I hadn't mm-hmm. been to the doctor in forever, like, literally since I was a kid. So I just didn't even fill it out. I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. I don't have anything. So I'll just turn it in like that. And I'm like, maybe they didn't even get it because they maybe saw that I had no medical history. And they were like, okay, this bitch might be crazy. She might have something. So <laughs> we're not going to cast this bitch. So how do you know they they watched it? Do they like send you like an email or anything without giving too well, much, I guess? Vimeo, well, yeah, on Vimeo, you, I, um, 
they make you upload it to Vimeo and then you have to password protect it. So literally the only people that have the password are you and the the casting team that you send mm-hmm. it to. Um so there was a one view on my video and they watched like 90% of it and then they clicked off at like the end of it. So they watched most of it and then they clicked off. Okay, I'm going to have to go Vimeo. If I remember the password, I don't even know. So, <laughs> But yeah, so did you watch Drag Race this week, girl? No. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, Um, it was, I saw on Reddit that it was like the same format as one of the episodes on season five. Which I don't mind because it was it was a good episode. I I I really liked it. I like the fact that they have to brand themselves, which nowadays is really important, right? Yeah, totally. I think the whole people thought it was weird because it was like they were make, selling their own water, but like uh-huh. that the challenge isn't about water. The challenge is about branding yourself and selling a product and making a video. Which yeah, we've seen them do before with the um, it was. It was perfumes, I believe. And that's where Red for Filth comes from. Um, That's where the line, your makeup is terrible. That's where that comes from. So it can be a super, like, there is a lot you can do with this challenge. Um, So I'm always excited when they do branding challenges because it's so so fun because the girls literally have to come up with their entire commercials, but then they don't Mm -hmm. get to edit them together. So it's just funny to see, like, how that comes to life with a, a green screen video product. Do I thought know, the commercials were cute. Yeah, they were they were cute. None of them like really bombed. But can you tell me, because I had to watch this one a few times, can you tell me off uh, like just I don't know how many times you watched it, but can you tell me what was Baga's brand? What was she selling or what her, her water was like supposed to do? Her water, I, all I gathered was that her water tasted like fish (laughs) like fish and chips Uh i don't know but yeah it wasn't a clear message but it was very baga (laughs) it was messy it was loud it was attention grabbing i think it was very baga (laughs) yeah i had to watch it twice and no three times and so, so yeah, you got that right. She, her water tastes like fish, fish and chips, but it's supposed to like keep you from gaining weight because it has zero calories. And so she's just drinking that water and still maintaining her figure. That's what it was. But I thought that was the worst oh, one, in my opinion. That would have been that would have been good if she made that clearer. I know. But she didn't. And she but didn't also still I feel like that. maybe zero calorie water wouldn't be like a thing that I would expect from Baga. Like I would expect <laughs> Cause she's not like, she's not a big girl, but she's not like skinny, skinny. So like, I wouldn't expect like, oh, you don't gain any weight if you drink my water. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have like guessed that to be from Baga. But also when you look at like the Vivian's water bottle, she didn't really make herself the character. She kind of came up with like a housewife type of character and it was very successful. I think that the lesson is with these branding challenges is you're just trying to be entertaining and you just need to sell some sort of character. So come up mm-hmm. with a, an interesting character, tell their story through this commercial, um, and utilize what you have, and um, the judges will like it. Yeah. Okay, girl, are you ready to talk about these looks? I am ready. We only have five looks, right? 
Yes, we do. These episodes of ours are getting shorter and shorter because we have these less and less looks to talk about. I know. All right. Okay, right. let's get started. I'm just looking at the posts from uh, Drag Race UK BBC. Uh, that Instagram account posts all the mm-hmm. looks. Um, so I'm just looking off of there. Um, they give you great photographed versions of the runway looks. And the first person they start off with is Blue Hydrangea. And it looks like the theme is Rainy Day Eleganza. What did you think of Blue Hydrangea's look, Iggy? Okay. So, first of all, I liked it. Um, So, whenever they give you Eleganza, that means you have to go over the top, really sell, I will really come up with some kind of concept that's going to be, that's going to have an impact. You can't just come out with a little dress and be like, oh, this is Eleganza. No. So, holographic is my favorite color. Um, I think I think it's really, really cute. I like that it all goes together. The only thing I don't like about it is those little panels. Do you see those panels like attached to her skirt? Yes. Like I don't I don't love that. I don't love that. I don't I feel like it's just kind of like it looks kind of like misplaced. I don't know. What do you think? Are you talking about how like like the 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 pieces at the bottom or yeah, just the, like the skirt? Okay. Okay. Well, no. The yeah, whole I'm skirt. with you. The whole skirt. The whole skirt. Oh, how they're, how they're just like little pieces instead of being an actual circle skirt. It's just like triangular pieces coming off of her waist. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. I noticed the same thing. So like when you look at it from like kind of far away and when she like first came out on the runway, I was, I liked it. I thought it was a cool silhouette. I don't think it's anything new. Like, yeah, girl, we get it. Every, like Dolls Kill did a holographic print six months ago, so... Yeah. We done get it. Um, but it's not It's not bad. It's definitely a drag look. She is... Uh, everything's holographic, which I like. Like, she definitely was like, okay, that's the look. That's what we're doing. And I like the idea of playing with the concept of plastic and what plastic looks like um, and how we wear plastic to protect us from the rain. And she just took, like, a um, more fashion plastic. Um, but, yeah, I don't like how she decided to construct this skirt, how instead of making it a skirt, she literally just made it, like panels of fabric that hang off of her waist i'm just like mm-hmm. not it, it when she when she, it's a picture it looks fine like i like looking at her in this picture right now it's not bad but when it moves or when she knocks just one of the panels the panel will like individually swing and it just looks like it kind of ruins this illusion i'm not into yeah. it they look too heavy it looks way too heavy on her yeah 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 it looks weird yeah so as a grade i'm gonna um, well, like I said, I liked it. It's cute. It's very kawaii. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a B because she met the challenge and it looks cute. I just don't like that one aspect. What did you, what do you give her? I'm going to give her a C plus just because I don't love this, the way she did the skirt and I don't think it's like innovative. Okay. Next up, we have the Vivian, and she did something a little bit different. She has on a big hat. She has this, like, fluffy white tulle on top of the hat, and it almost gives me, like, a cloud. And then from the bottom of the brim of the hat, she has, like, strings of rhinestones that kind of look like rain. And she's done her face all blue, and her hair is, like, a navy blue, and it almost looks wet. And then she has a gown on that is, like, 
almost metallic-y and gray. It's it's um very attention grabbing, but gloomy. What did you think of this look? Okay. So I'm gonna blame you because you said you wanted her to do something different, and she fucking came <laughs> up with this ugly ass look. Um <laughs> so it's all your fault. But I went through I went through it with this look, okay? Because I had a journey. Because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, I don't like it. It's not it's not to my liking. I don't like what she's doing with it. I get the ref well, I get the like the rain, the clouds, all that. I just don't like the look. And then I find out that it's literally uh I guess it's inspired by it's kind of a pretty much like a replica of this artist's um, illustration called Victor Nazarenko. And at first I thought that he was a designer and I don't like it when girls rip off designers. That is, to me, that is like criminal. Like you don't do that. Unless that unless you ask that, that designer, can I copy your look? Um, but so when I thought that it was like a straight up, knockoff i was like okay this bitch is gonna get an f because i don't like it at all and she ripped it off but then i find out that he's just an illustrator he's not really a designer so she just kind of like it's like copying the mona lisa right it's like making a mona lisa but drag i guess i that's the way i see it but i still don't like it i don't i don't i don't think it it gives her any like cool shape the hat could have been bigger. If you look at the actual reference, it looks so much cooler. Like all these little like beads, just it's so well done. But this is just like really cheap looking compared to that. So I don't like it. It looks like the ring. No, I give it a D. What do you think? Hello? Oops, I was muted and I didn't even realize that. I was telling you all my thoughts on it. Okay, so I was saying, when she first walked out, I was like, wow, that's really cool because there's so much visual impact with the rain coming down from the hat and the the big hat. And then I looked at it closer and I don't love the shape that the dress creates and she doesn't really make any attempt to make it like fashion. It just kind of looks like a dress and it doesn't even like, it's not even at her waist that it starts to get big. It does like the skirt doesn't even start to get voluminous until like her hips. And Mm -hmm. so it just kind of makes her look um heavy and not as in like a big girl heavy but just like heavy and like disproportionate yeah um her makeup was really cool but you can't really see because the way she has this hat positioned it kind of casts a shadow on her face um also her hands and neck are brown And I just thought that was a weird option. And if you look on her Instagram, she explains that she, like, ran out of time. And so she just painted her hands and neck brown. So they weren't just, like, skin tone. So it didn't look like a complete afterthought. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing it on the runway and thinking that it was a weird choice to make your hands and your neck brown. But it, like, kind of ombre up her neck. And I was like, weird choice, but, like, okay, go off, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. So to learn that it's just, it was a time constraint thing. I don't even know how that shifts my view of it, but altogether, I do think it's almost like crystals. um, The look that crystal got eliminated in because I think the concept behind it is really cool, Uh but here's where it is. 
is different from Crystal's is that the execution was super weak. Crystal's execution was only kind of weak. And this execution Uh is just like, yeah, when I said I wanted something different, I meant this, (laughs) but well done. And she just didn't do it well done. Like it isn't, it isn't well made. It doesn't look like, well, maybe it's well made. It's just not well put together. It doesn't Mm -hmm. look like a whole vision and thought. I haven't seen the reference that you were talking about. So I will check that out. But yeah, yeah, I was, at first I was impressed and then I looked at it closer and I was like, oh, this isn't good. So yeah, she's going to get a D from me just because I I love the creativity and the concept behind it, but I just think it looks messy. All right. So before we go to the next one, I just want to get your opinion on girls, the queens, like, literally ripping off uh these designers oh yeah because i've seen a lot of queens do it and at first i didn't even know until like i found out on instagram that they're literally just ripping these um pieces off and aquaria has done it naomi has done it and that to me that's like my that's like my uh ankle strap like raven has her ankle strap that's my ankle strap i don't know what do you think Here's where I fall on that. So legally in the United States, fashion is not like garments are not something that can be trademarked. You cannot make a dress and someone else make the exact same dress and you you can't sue them Mm. Um, because legally there's no like there's just not grounds that clothing is art legally. Hmm. Um. However, I do think there is a moral issue with stealing a look from a independent, not well-known designer. I think that if you're referencing, like, fucking um, Gucci or... Tierra Mugler. Moschino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or Mugler or or these big fucking... If you look at a dress... And you go, oh, that's very Mugler. Regardless of whether or not Mugler, that's a Mugler piece, if you can identify that that drag queen was inspired by Mugler, I don't know if it, there's a huge issue with me for like someone stealing a look from Mugler, like recreating a Mugler look. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, I don't know if you saw what, what happened with Gothi Kendall. Mm, no. So she kind of, that's, she kind of did the thing that you're mad about. She took, um, uh, the look that she was going to wear for the weird science runway, um, she took from a designer that is a uh, Ida Birthing. That's who it was. I actually had Gothi's look was like my fashion pick of the week, but Ida Birthing is a independent fashion designer mm-hmm. who creates these like crazy designs. And Gothi recreated a look that takes a lot of elements from many of. Uh, Ida Birthing's pieces. Um, and the problem with that is that you can look at that piece and know that maybe you've seen someone wear something like it before, but not everyone knows who Ida Birthing is. She doesn't have, she's not globally established as an artist. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of people that could have seen Gothi's look and thought that that was like straight from her mind. Um, or if she'd worn it on the show, people would have been like, oh, that's Gothi Kendall. Where, yeah. Whereas what she was wearing was an aesthetic representation of Ida Birthing's entire like catalog of work. 
So I think it has to do with like power dynamics. Like if it's another small artist, then don't steal from them. But if people will understand your reference, like if people are going to see it and know that you were referencing a specific fashion house or a specific Mm -hmm. rich as fuck designer, I don't see a problem with that as much. Just as long as you're not... As long as it's clear that it's not your work that you are you have you are paying homage or you are wearing a recreation or you were inspired by an iconic person, but if the design the the less known it is, the the more of a problem I have with it. Okay, I feel differently, but okay, that's that's one. And that's and that's what I think. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> okay. Who is up next? Okay, we. <laughs> bag of chips mm-hmm. okay she <laughs> miss thing has an umbrella upside down turned inside <laughs> out on her head with a rubber duck she has a blue bodysuit on and then a sequin jacket that hits mid thigh over it yee what do you think of this um Okay, bag of hmm. that sequent coat. I've seen like I think I've seen everybody wear that. I've seen it multiple times. It's unoriginal. It does not give me rainy day. It does not give me eleganza at all. The bodysuit is it's a cool bodysuit, but not for this runway because it doesn't have anything to do with the with the actual uh, runway theme. Um. The hair is is there, and um, and I like the hat though. That, that that's like the most inventive thing that she that she did with this outfit. But it does not have a concept at all. There's no there's nothing tying in the hat with the with the uh, bodysuit. If she would have come up with like a whole bodysuit made out of like duckies or something, then I would have been wow. This is just like not not good at all for me. I don't like it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give this a D. What did you think? Yeah, I'm going to give it an F. It's messy. It doesn't look good. None of the pieces go together or thought about. She just kind of pieced it together. Mm-hmm. Love me some baga, but this look is not it. It's an F for sure. Next up is Cheryl Hole. Okay. She looks sickening. What did you think of Cheryl? I agree. This is the first time I I think Cheryl has had my favorite runway look. Even though it's not, it doesn't fit her in a way, it fits her because she made it work. Uh, I mean, I think as drag queens, we both, we, we have that problem a lot because we the, the clothes that we buy is sometimes made for women, not sometimes, most of the times, always made for women. So sometimes it doesn't fit our bodies that well. And I think that's exactly what happened to her. But she made it work. Um, I, yeah, I agree with the panties. That That's a little bit distracting. But at least it was the same color. It's very... She said it was very high fashion for her. And yeah, I agree. It's high fashion. It's drag, high fashion. Um, and also something you can perform with. So I really liked it. I thought it was very sleek. And yeah, just a great look for, for uh, Cheryl Hole. I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this a B plus... B plus. What do you think? 
Yeah, so I really like this look. She looks, like, looking at her, I was literally, I looked at her, I was like, oh my god, she looks great. So, there's that. She looks great, period. Like, as a drag queen, when once you hear that, you're like, okay, cool, that's all. Thank you, that's all I want to hear. Mm-hmm. There is a however, there's a but. I, uh, she said on the runway that it was supposed to be a mini dress, and um, that she had to put the panties on because the dress just didn't fit right. And you can see that. I wish, I mean, I don't know. I, I just wish that maybe the panty was in the same metallic fabric instead of just, yeah. like, another gray fabric. Um, but, you know, that's good problem solving. Um, she styled this look really well. I, I'm, I'm very impressed with how she styled it. She does, She understood this look clearly. She slicked her hair back. Her makeup is streamlined. It's very um, sleek, simple and sleek. And mm-hmm. this is great for her. She did really good. Uh, I don't know how, exactly how rainy day it is. There's not really an umbrella yeah. here. I, I don't know if it fits the theme oh, like, wait. perfectly. She come, she, come out, she came out with an umbrella, but I think she lost it halfway Oh, through. did she? Mm-hmm. Okay, she, well, yes. She lost it in this picture. So, okay, she has an umbrella. Cool. It's a rainy day. No, it's great. <laughs> I give her a B plus. It's great. She looks great. Next up is Davina DeCampo. She had a reveal on her runway look. What did you think, Yee? I mean, I guess it was a reveal. It didn't really... I mean, you kind of knew that it was you know, that it was coming off. But, um, Davina, she, wait, did she come out with, or with like boots? Because in this picture, she's wearing heels. I don't remember if she was wearing the heels and then she kicked off the boots or something, or she was wearing the boots first. I don't know. But, um, this was obviously the, she fits the, the theme perfectly rainy day. You get that with the coat. Um, do I like it? I, I like it. Okay, I like it. I don't love it. I think the corset, it fits her a little weird. Um, it kind of makes her torso look really long. And it just kind of makes everything disproportionate. Um, but I like the colors. The hair is cute. Um, uh, and I like that she she placed those, um, those stones just to give it a little bit more bling. But... Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it, but I like it. I'm going to give it uh, a B plus. I don't think anybody got an A today, but this is a B plus. What do you think? I I love Davina. Um, this looked what really wasn't it for me. It looks like something they would have worn on season four. Um, it looks like one of those examples of like back before drag was as mainstream as it is now. And there was almost a different set of rules for like, what looked good in drag. And you could see on Drag Race that these pageant girls would wear these ugly fucking dresses. Mm-hmm. But everyone was like, oh, that dress was beautiful. And it was just like, it was just because there was such a culture in, in like the drag world that was so separated from the mainstream world that there were almost different rules for fashion. And this kind of follows those old school rules of drag. I don't love it. I, I don't like the, the, there aren't enough stones. The stones that are there are placed too far apart. Yeah. Um, it's this weird, like, in between a fabric where it almost wants to be, like, a full gown, which, like, a full gown of a raincoat would have been cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Or it wants to be, like, slutty and sexy where it's, like, the skin-tight corseted thing, but there's too much fabric for it to be that. So it's, like, a weird in-between that doesn't uh, pay off as well. Um, and she's wearing this red hair, which I know that's her thing, but I the color story of black and yellow and then throwing in red hair i wish she would have done yellow hair or black hair or just not made red's just such a loud color statement 
it just seemed it just seems like uh it didn't fit with the look as a story altogether. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this wasn't my favorite look of hers. Um, it's a C minus for me. Okay, did you give anybody a B or a A today? Um, I don't think anyone got an A today. Yeah, looking at these looks, I don't think any of them are deserving of A's. No, what did blue? Get? I wasn't I excited by anybody. Uh uh-uh. uh I think I gave her. I think I gave blue a C plus. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember I was listening to RuPaul's podcast and he was interviewing one of the recurring judges and it was like they were judging like the finale and they had like taken a lunch break and they were recording an episode of um, What's the Tea? Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how someone had made a joke about the looks and the guest judge was like, hey, not every episode, but some episodes, there are great looks. And I think that's a great, I, and this was like before three episodes had even come on. So this was just like, it kind of gave you a precursor to like, okay, there are going to be some clunky runways that are not cute. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting for them. And there have been a few runways where there's literally like one good outfit or one okay outfit. But this runway. <laughs> This is the one that I'm really like, okay, there is not a single outfit in here that is perfect. Uh like yeah. there aren't there's not a perfect one. Um, um yeah. do you know what you would have done? Or what's like like do you usually like think about like what you would do um for a runway theme? Because this is kind of a hard theme. Like rainy day, like it, I feel like everybody can look the same because it's such a like obvious like Yeah. Theme. Um, so my friend and roommate, she said she's a queen and she said that she would have recreated, um, I think it's a Mugler piece. It's Kim Kardashian's wet look. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Cause that like, we're, we're like, there are water goblets hanging off of her, but they're literally like crystals. Mm-hmm. That's iconic. I thought that was something, something along those lines, like taking the idea of using crystals as water and then like intricately sewing them onto like a dress that's skin tight. So it looks like you're soaking wet. Mm-hmm. The, taking that concept, I would love to do something with that concept of something like skin tight, clinging to my body because it's wet. That's, that's fashion. And that's campy. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, and maybe like some sort of combination of that and just like clear vinyl, like a clear vinyl rain suit or something um, mm-hmm. that like comes off that's like nipped in at the waist and has like cute like peplum that comes out. And then underneath I'm wearing a dress or a two piece or something that is like stone to look like water droplets. Mm. So that's, I think that's probably what I would have done. What would you have done? Um, I would have done something like with water guns, um, oh, something cute. fun, something, I don't know when I think about looks and like my drag, it's very, I don't think of like costumes in a way. Um, so it would be kind of like, uh, I would have to elevate it for sure, but it would be kind of like, uh, like a raincoat with like a crop, uh, t shirt and like, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Like denim, uh, denim, uh, shorts with like, uh, high waisted or not high waisted, uh, like mid thigh boots with some um yeah with like water water balloons and like water guns something like that something in that um that reference yeah love that well what is your fashion moment of the week 
My fashion moment of the week is we're going to go back a little bit, maybe till I think it, you weren't even born yet. Probably you were. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, 2001, Pamela Anderson, Playboy cover shot by David LaChapelle. Um, she's wearing like this little pink bikini with, you know, how David LaChapelle's his photos are super saturated and super exaggerated. So it's mm-hmm. that, but like with Pamela Anderson and she looks super sexy. Do you know who Pamela Anderson is? <laughs> Pamela Anderson Lee? Lee? I think so. I think I she know. got married at one point and then added Lee on to her yeah. last name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tommy Lee. She was married to Tommy Lee. But she oh, was yeah, yeah, this yeah. like um, like 90s, early 2000s uh, like sex symbol. And I don't know, just that cover is giving Let me all in. the vibes that I... That I love. So, what is yours? I, mine is Iggy Azalea's music video for Lola. Um, it is oh, chock full that. of amazing hair, amazing looks, amazing set designing. It's so good, and the song's cute too. But the video is a masterpiece, and the fashions and the looks in the video is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So, check out Lola. It's it's very visually stimulating. So, I recommend it to everyone. All right, Yee, where can everybody find you on the internet? On the www. Uh, on the World Wide Web. You guys can find me on Instagram at yeah, Yee, that's Y E A H Y I Y I. And also check out my YouTube channel that is linked in my Instagram where I do lip sync breakdowns of RuPaul's Drag Race. What is yours? Follow me on Instagram at Jimmy and Ty. That's J-I-M-M-Y-A-N-T-I. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. You can follow Jimmy and Ty on Instagram at Jimmy and Ty at J-I-M-M-Y-A-N-T-I and on Twitter at Jimmy the Anti. Yee Yee is on Instagram at Yeah Yee Yee. That's Y E A H Y I Y I. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J O E B E T A N C E. Bring It to the Runway is an Afterthought Media podcast.